Hey, welcome back to Hablando de Corazón, or if you're new here, welcome. My name is Malen. I'm 29 years old, and I have three kids. Hi, my name's Ariana. I'm 25, and I have one baby. So today, we're going to talk about um, some changes that we've seen um, within ourselves or just in our lives in general um, since becoming moms. Um, Ariana, we would talk about this all the time, like, because you just had your baby last year. Yeah, last year, and... Um, we would always like talk about like things that you were experiencing or um, just like changes you would see. And you would always ask me like, is this normal? Is this that, you know, like that kind of thing. And I'm sure so many moms go through that and we think we overthink all of the time. And I'm going to ask you all the questions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, I have three kids and I still have questions. I still like, I would still text my mom or I would still ask like my sisters and my friends just things because like as moms we just overthink in general and um so much changes within that first year of having a baby just because it's it's not just like I'm sure you and Juan were like so used to just being you two and then you bring in another baby and it's like how do you separate who does what and like that kind of thing and then also like with your friends it's like do you did you did you lose friends like that's one of the questions we should talk about too like did you lose friends um, I know for me, I like gained a lot of really good friends since having um, Olivia and Luca. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get like into all of that. Um, did you? So what? Yeah, something that I wanted um, to ask you that we've never really talked about is kind of like the difference that you, because I know you were super young when you had Delani. You were seventeen, right? Mm-hmm. So I know that your experience was like way different when you had her so what do you think is like the main difference in like main changes that I saw yeah well for one um I was super embarrassed like of being pregnant so I never got to like enjoy the pregnancy or like the shopping for everything um like I wore baggy baggy clothes like it was it was different so I had like so many completely different changes I mean differences between being pregnant with her and bring, being pregnant with Olivia because with Olivia I was 27 so that was like a huge huge age gap um, but the main thing that I noticed was that um, I was in high school so you know like a lot of friendships and stuff in high school don't really last so I completely I, I think I talked to two people from high school still and um but like for me since I didn't know if I was gonna because I, I was too embarrassed to go back to like the actual campus of my high school. So I completely lost like almost everyone. And unless anyone um, like reached out to me, then I just stayed away. It was just because out of Vidalenta, like I was, you know, like that kind of thing. And I never went back to school. So I would never see people like if, you know, you have those friends where you only talk to them because you see them every day. So a lot of those, I just don't, I just didn't keep up with. And um, so that was the main thing. I lost a lot of friends. but like so, that, no go ahead what kind of differences do you notice or have you noticed in your parenting like how did you parent Delani when she was super young and now with your kids now I have so many regrets with Delani that I would never do with Olivia um for one at that I was so immature and like so um obviously not ready I was 17 yeah and then her and her her dad and I had a horrible relationship like on and off I know people always say like toxic and like all this stuff Mm -hmm. but it was it was very toxic um so me I was going to school I was working all the time and then I also had friends that I wanted like to go out with and stuff so I was always finding babysitters like and I would never do that now with with um my kids like I only leave them really with um on my mother-in-law or with my mom yeah Yeah. sometimes my sisters but I won't like if I feel like sometimes I feel like if I need a babysitter I really think like okay do I really need to do that like I I obviously don't if I or I can wait until Salis gets home you know um so yeah with Delani I would leave her with her madrina which I trust I trust her madrina obviously I chose her to be her madrina but um just like for everything I'm like oh she can't watch her okay who else can watch her is it more like now I feel like now it's more like is it worth leaving them to go yeah like party like before it was just like I want to party but now it's like 
no, is it worth like not spending time with them? you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. and then to seeing how fast she grows up she's 12 now. yeah she just turned 12 and I look at Olivia and I look at Luca and I'm just like dude like I remember when Delani was that small and instead of spending the weekends with her like don't get me wrong I spent weekends with her but some of the times I was just like hung over on Sundays or Saturdays because I went out when I could have just been with her yeah and that's like my that's my biggest regret as a mom like I if I could go back and change one thing it would be that it would be that time lost with her yeah because I'll never get it back you know and it's with um Olivia and Luca it's like like yeah they drive me crazy but I think another thing why they drive me crazy (laughs) is because I'm a stay-at-home mom and I've never been a stay-at-home mom so I'm with them all the time but um I don't know like it's crazy like I I I still cherish the time and sometimes I'm just like oh I can't wait to get out of this house because freaking crazy yeah and I (laughs) feel like everything that you're um saying right now because like all of my friends had babies literally in high school I was kind of the only one that like didn't have babies at the time so I feel like everything you're explaining right now kind of like it just reminds me of being young and like what my friends were doing at the time yeah but now yeah it's just different it's so different and I I feel like I have a whole different experience that like I can't relate I know and it's crazy because like now it's funny though because when I had um I used to have like this old group of friends that when we all used to hang up out I was the only one no no there was another girl that had a baby too but um no one else had kids so no one like understood like if I wanted to stay in because I wanted to be with her like Mm -hmm. no one really got it you know and I and it's not their fault they didn't have kids they you know they probably just think like oh just spend time with her tomorrow or or like for certain things like oh just bring her but I'm like okay but I don't want to take her if I'm going to go and have fun and we're going to be acting crazy I don't want her to be there yes dude that's crazy because I feel like I was that person like before Mm -hmm. I was the one without the kids and I I wouldn't ever like be rude to them or anything but I would think to myself like why can't they just like bring them like why, yeah. why can't they come and now that I have one I'm like yeah it's it's a hassle if you if you go somewhere with your like if you even like to make a vacation like if you go if I wanted to go to the Dells with the baby right now it's like not really a vacation because no, it's more work you, for you yes it's more yeah. work even going to somebody's house like I just rather not I'd rather stay home yeah. That's <laughs> so I feel no go ahead sorry yeah I feel like I was that friend that you're saying would be like more not not pushy well yeah kind of pushy like come on let's go like let's go but like you have your baby and like you can't really yeah and then like you want to leave them and you can't so yeah yeah now I like understand everything that yeah and then it was different too because her dad and I were like I said before we were always on and off so when like we would switch off weekends and stuff so when it was my weekend with her I didn't want to be like going out like that or if I did I would be like okay but I'm not gonna drink and then I would get shit for that too yeah you know like I was that friend (laughs) well now you know (laughs) now I know I do like (laughs) it's crazy because like even now I'm so lucky though because like going off of like like the whole different like the whole other side of it now since having the the two little ones at 27 and then at um 29 it's been so different because my friend group that I have now we all have kids well Mm -hmm. one of them doesn't but she's getting married like she's you know like we're all settled down and like things like that so we we all get it and we'll sometimes like we have like we used to have monthly we called the meetings and um we have like margarita nights and we had our first margarita night after we had our like our last kids um back in I want to say October November-ish and Luca was like a month and month and a half it was not easy to get all of our kids together and now we're just like so how are we gonna do this from now on <laughs> we can't keep like taking it was not fun because then um I don't know what happened with Luca but he would not stop crying everyone was trying to help I think he was just like the noise was bothering him I had to leave um it's it's hard it's 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 hard but it's it's nice though like going back to what I was talking about is like my friends now all have kids so we all get it now yeah do you have friends um all of our friends have kids but their kids are older right now oh okay so have a baby yeah but well 
there's some pregnant ones and there's some actually no I think they're most of them are like on their second one now oh okay (laughs) but either way I'm the one with the youngest one so um like I remember last year we went to the Dells and they're like come on let's drink let's drink let's drink but then like I'm breastfeeding and I'm like is it worth like yeah. drinking today you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like so different now like going out is so different you think about things that you didn't have to think about before yeah do, do I drink and then just pump and dump or, or what's my other option I'm like is it worth is this shot worth it yeah. it is though <laughs> it was I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah I think and it's crazy because we as moms, I feel like we put a lot more pressure on ourselves than the dads do. Yes. Because like, right, like <laughs> we're saying like, oh, to the dolls, it's not vacation for us. But for them, it's like, oh, I had so much fun. It's like, what? <laughs> where? Yeah. <laughs> where, where was the fun? Um, where was I? Yeah. <laughs> fun? Yeah. I don't know her. But <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. Do you have any like experiences with that that you want to talk about? Like when I was younger, when we were like high school, college, all of my friends had kids and I didn't. And I would always be that friend that was like, had nothing to do because nobody wanted to come with me, (laughs) which now I understand so much more. So if you're my friend or you were my friend and I ever did that to you, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry for making you feel like if I ever made anyone feel like that, because it's hard. Like when people ask you like, hey, let's go. Can you come to the store with me? Can you like come here? Yeah. Like, um, like low-key I can, but I'd rather not because yeah. <laughs> I'm with people like going to Target is hard. Yeah. Or, and maybe not even hard, but it's just a hassle. Yep. It is a hassle. Yeah. And even if I don't take him, I'm still like worried. So it's like, or I'm rushing. So it's like yeah. I just rather not. Yeah. Yeah. That's and do you do you ever have the thing? Cause me and Jose Luis do this where it's like he'll be like, he'll get up and he'll be like, Oh, I have to go run to Home Depot or something, I'll be right back. And I'll be like, oh, yes, okay. and he'll go. And then when I want to go to like to Target or something, he's like, well, well, can you take one of them? Yep. Or no. for me, for me, it's like when I have to go to Target, I have to like make sure that I pumped. Have I pumped yet? Have I fed him yet? Yeah. Um, does he have food here to last him enough? Does he have enough milk to last him for the four hours that I'm going to spend at Target? Yeah. <laughs> or not? Or not. So then you have to like time it. Well, I don't know about you, like when you were like um, breastfeeding, you have to time it, right? I did, yeah. You have to time your pumps and then you have to be like, oh, I can't leave because I have to pump in one hour. Yeah. So uh-huh. like, it's it so hard. Lucky with, luckily with COVID though, we were always at home. Yeah. So I remember because I was going to physical therapy after I had Luca because I had pains like in my lower abdomen. Abdo- ab- <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that wrong and I don't want to fix it. Abdomen? abdomen. I don't know. Did I <laughs> abdominament no <laughs> I got progressively it's only like finding Nemo and he's like I'm, I live in a what is it called anemone. Anemone. <laughs> anyway it's my lower stomach okay <laughs> my lower abs your abs my abs <laughs> and so I had to go and I'd be gone for like an hour and a half or two <laughs> and I remember it was like sometimes because at the end of every session they would put like this hot like super super nice hot like compressor thing on your back and then with like massage and it was so nice and sometimes they'd be like oh are you gonna get that done today I'd be like uh what time is it because yeah if, if I don't have time then I can't and it was like the best part of my week was getting that done and if I didn't have enough time because I had to go feed him then I had to leave yeah it's crazy especially I mean even if okay this is a whole nother topic that we're going to talk about later, but like breastfeeding is super hard. Oh, and like, whether you're breastfeeding or not, either way, you're still worried. Like, is he eating at home yeah. at the right time? Is he taking his nap? Is he skipping his nap? Because that's going to be horrible when I get yeah. home. And if you're, if you're exclusively breastfeeding, I know you've texted me a couple of times. You're like, wait, like, I don't think he's getting enough food. Yeah. I don't know if this yeah. is normal. Yeah. I, that's a yeah. whole nother thing that we can talk about yeah breastfeeding um, for me was more it was more mentally hard on me than it was anything because as soon as I because I started <clears throat> like slowly weaning him for like a month and I cried though I know we can talk about it later on but I cried yeah. because I didn't know the last time I breastfed him was going to be the last time because I, I feel was, like I wouldn't want to know no and I know but it didn't hit me for like two days after yeah. I was like oh <gasps> no no and I started tried feeding him again and he was like I don't know if he was used to the bottle already or what but he was getting so frustrated and he would not eat off of me and I was like I was 
in tears, like, why I'm not ready. Like it wasn't supposed to be our last time. And oh my God, it broke my heart. So yeah, it was, yeah, it was, even though it was hard. And I like, I, every time I would feed him, cause I, or I was like bound to the house. Cause I was feeding him. I'd be like, oh my God, I can't wait till I'm done breastfeeding. But then when it hit, I was like, no, I wasn't ready. I wasn't like, I didn't think, I didn't think that was our, my last time. I would cry. Remember yeah. a couple of weeks ago when I texted, you know, they do, I think my freaking milk supply is like yeah. done. I was freaking so sad. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do when I stop. Cause it sucks. You're like, Oh my yeah. God. Okay. Yeah. But that's like a whole nother thing yeah. talk about that <laughs> later on. Um, so another thing that we wanted to cover is our parents, like how your relationship changed with your parents, like before after you had kids because I know for me like I've always been super close I still am like close to my parents but and obviously like you always appreciate everything that they do for you but now that I have my own like baby I'm like dude my mom really did that like yeah it's like a whole nother level for yes and like my mom I think like by the time I was nine months which is how old he Xavier is right now I think that she was already pregnant with like my brother so I'm like you had two and you too you have two Two like super young ones so I'm like my parents really did that like my gosh it's a lot of work so I feel like I appreciate them like so much more now that I have him Mm -hmm. and then um your mom too she had a lot of kids you said at the same time like younger right yeah she had six there's five of us but um so when I was I think she said 18 months. No, maybe a little bit younger. I don't remember exactly how many months I was. Um, they found out they were pregnant and my mom was like, what? Like I wasn't ready. So they go to the doctor and surprise, it's twins. Oh so me- I want twins. <laughs> I remember when I was, from, I think it was, a, yeah, I wanted twins. Cause then I was like, just then I'll be two and then I'll be done. Yeah. But, yeah. So I've always wanted twins, but no no we're not having you kind of have twins now it feels like it it's so hard (laughs) oh but going back to what I was saying um so yeah my mom had me that I was like still in diapers and the bottle and then she had twins on top of it I don't know sometimes I I would text her when I I only have two and Mm -hmm. Olivia starts acting up and I'm trying to like deal with Luca and stuff I'm like ma how did you do it she's like I don't know (laughs) like she's like you just when you go through stuff you just go with the motions and then when you look back it's like how did I do it she says she has no idea and like she would have but my mom's also a Virgo so she's very (laughs) she's very she's a huge planner and if you mess up her plans you will never hear the end of it yeah yeah because she'll ask me sometimes because I'm not a planner unless I really need to be but she'll ask me sometimes she's like oh so what do you do in your free time when you put the kids to sleep and I was like I watch Jenny Rivera or (laughs) I eat a snack in peace and quiet and then I go I'm addicted right now (laughs) and then she's like what 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 did you used to do she's like when I finally got all you guys in bed she's like I would mop the floors and I would clean the kitchen so that I would wake up to a clean house and I was like yeah that's not yeah. no <laughs> I want my free time to be me time <laughs> yeah that's so true and I feel like that's a huge difference too within like the generations I feel yeah. like our people our age value like our me mental time health. more yeah more yeah. than they did before yeah. which like obviously it's beneficial but at the same time like they don't understand because I feel like your mom probably thinks you're crazy for taking your time to yeah she's snack and watch Netflix yeah because she was like (laughs) because she's like I would clean (laughs) yeah because then she told me she was like um so then don't complain that the house is dirty or like don't you know like you should use that time so that you're less stressed the next morning I'm like I should but then I'll never have quiet alone time yeah unwanting to be I mean it's nice because of COVID but like it was out suddenly that I became a stay-at-home mom and I never thought, cause okay, I would always, and I just had this conversation with my eyebrow lady yesterday. I told her, I was like, before when I was working all the time and I was in school and then after school, like I would always be working. I'd always be like, oh, you know, what'd be really nice to be a stay at home mom. Like that'd be really nice. And sometimes I'd be like, no, but then I would think I'd go crazy and I needed like a, at least a part-time or whatever. Well, when I had no choice, but to become a stay at home mom, I the first month was fine. The first month was good. I was like, you know, I could do this. I was making breakfast. I was making like all these Pinterest recipes and shit. (laughs) After that, I was, no, I can't. And it's been a year 
since I've been at home. And sometimes I, I don't know how I do it. And I go crazy. And sometimes like I'll get home and Jose's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm, I'm crabby as how I need to get out of this house. Yeah. I feel like they don't understand. No. And I tell him all the time. I'm like, you get to leave to go to work. Yeah. It's work. And you probably don't have fun there, but you're having conversations with adults. You're being able to get up out of your desk and go. And then he, after work, he'll go to the gym and like all this stuff. And I'm at home dealing with a toddler that climbs up on everything. And then her new thing is like, like if I can't give her a bagel with cream cheese, cause she'll rub it all over <laughs> the mirror. And, the mirror? <laughs> yeah, the mirror. And then her new thing is she'll be like, nah, 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 boo, boo. So she'll see that I saw she did that. And I'm like, oh, que hiciste, Olivia. And she's like, nah, 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 boo, boo. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Slap you. But yeah, so I, he doesn't get it. And I try, and he, I feel like he tries to understand by like, sometimes he'll get home and he'll be like, he'll bring food so I don't have to cook or things like that. But I feel like in the grand, how, how does that saying go? The grand scheme of things. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't know it. They don't no. see the difference. They don't they see don't. the difference. It's like how we mentioned earlier, like they get to leave and go to the store with no worry. Like yeah. take your time, walk around Home Depot, go return your little parts <laughs> and come back. <laughs> And then be like, oops, wrong part. Yeah. Go back. <laughs> and oh we can't God. do that. No. Uh, we I don't know what we would do without like our moms and our mother-in-laws. But because <laughs> they help so much. I know your mom helps a lot. And it, oh, yeah. And then like, yeah, my grandma watches him while we go to work. Yeah. But um, we we're going to discuss this later too, but like going back to like freaking COVID and like having babies during COVID last year when I had them, I didn't have anyone. Like I was by myself, obviously with Juan, but like I would text my mom. Everything was like FaceTime and text. Like I would ask her questions all freaking day. Like, oh my God, like, I don't know when to pump. Like how, when do I pump? When do I do this? When do I do that? Like, is he getting a rash? I don't know. Help me. (laughs) Cause there's so so much unknown. And especially I'm sure you were scared as hell. It's your first baby. Yes. Don't know what this virus can do in the long term, And then on top of it, you're isolated as hell. Yeah. Just with Juan that doesn't get it. Yeah. (laughs) So sorry, no offense, but, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like it's, I'm sure that was so scary for you. No, I feel like even when, like, the guy tries to be understanding, like, yeah, like, we appreciate it, but they will never get it. No. <laughs> like, you will never understand unless you're going through it. No. Okay, you know La Cuarentena, so it's, like, the 40 days after you have Yeah. To- I dragged that shit on for, like, three months. Every time I would be like, can you do this? I'm like, estoy en 40 días. <laughs> My sisters would crack up. I'd be like, no, like. <laughs> you're like, I can't. I know, and one time. I think I was FaceTiming or no my mom called me and then she's like what are you doing I was like oh I just finished making the bed and she's like you're not supposed to be doing that and I'm like I'm just I'm not lifting I'm just doing it she's like yeah but you can't stretch I'm like oops (laughs) I'm like see if there wasn't COVID I would know that because you would be here (laughs) (laughs) it's just like a whole bunch of things like I feel like I honestly it was a blur like the first couple months were blur yes I was just gonna ask you how was like after like oh it was crazy I was gonna ask you another thing I was going to ask you was okay so we're talking about changes since becoming a mom body image I want to oh my god that because I know you mentioned one thing like slightly before and I really want to get your opinion on that um so I feel like before having him I was like super insecure right we kind of talked about this mm-hmm. and then like after I feel like you just don't care because you're I mean, I know it's different for every person, but before I was like super, super insecure, even though like obviously you look better before you have kids, mm-hmm. right? Like your body's way different before and after you have kids. Anyway, I feel like before I was super insecure about everything. I'm like, I didn't like my forehead. I didn't like my stomach. I didn't like anything. Yeah. And then after having him, you're like, dude, I freaking made a hole as human. Like, yeah. I honestly feel way better now. I, I'm like, look at my forehead. It's huge. <laughs> Your forehead is not even big. Have you not seen? Okay, not and then, like, like look at before, my yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, before, I was so insecure. And now, like, I know. Okay, first of all, like, 
like social beauty standards whatever that's a whole nother topic but like you just you obviously compare yourself all the time right Mm. and now like after having kids and I know that times are changing too because I've noticed that like on social media there's more like um, yeah body positivity and like people like showing their stretch marks showing that like you don't have to have or like nobody has a flat stomach like it's all angles thanks to tiktok for teaching me that (laughs) but i feel like a lot more people are putting this themselves out there like even beauty influencers they're like um they're they'll show like reality what is it expectation versus reality yeah they're putting themselves out there so i feel like times are changing but either way like i feel like after having a kid you feel so much better about yourself I hope that everyone feels better about themselves after having a baby because you created a whole ass life in your body and you, you know, you gave birth however it came out, but you did. Yeah, (laughs) you did that. And I feel like I'm not as insecure as I was before. And I know that you mentioned that you kind of feel the same, right? Like you feel better now. Yeah. I feel better about my body, but I have like deep inner issues, (laughs) like insecurities that I feel like haven't gone away but I'm I'm more I'm nicer to myself because I don't want my girls or even my boy I don't want them to grow up thinking like oh if mom if mom thinks that that's ugly and if I have the same as her then I'm ugly yeah like does that make sense and um so I'm more careful like I used to go in the mirror but then see that's another thing I used to go out more and like I used to dress like in like dresses and stuff so I used to notice a little bit more and I used to be like, oh my God, I hate this. Or I hate my stretch marks. And I'm sure that Lani heard that. I'm sure mm-hmm. she doesn't, but the Lani's very confident and I'm so proud of her for That's that. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. Like she'll look in the mirror and she'll, <laughs> she'll be like, mom, how did you create such a beautiful human? And I'm like, girl. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. You're like, Bye. girl, look at me. <laughs> no, because she doesn't look like me. <laughs> hey, you still made her though. Yep. True. <laughs> but yeah so like that thing but like I I talk to you all the time about my insecurities because I don't really care if people know yeah certain things that I feel like I I will change yeah but it's like for me and it's not like one of those things where I'm going to change it and then I'm going to like go and wear this and that because I want to show it off it's like no I've been wanting this for forever and I want to do it like for an example I don't think I I don't want to say yes or no because who knows in the future what I'll do but like growing up I wasn't allowed to wear a two-piece swimming suit and that was just mm-hmm. like my mom being from Rancho or whatever like, <laughs> her generation not letting me wear a two-piece so I never wore a two-piece and then when I got pregnant <laughs> it's relevant I swear just keep listening <laughs> so when I got pregnant with Alani and I felt like super good after her and then I started lifting weights too like six-ish years ago seven years-ish years ish ago so I feel like I love how, what I've done with my body and now because I wasn't able to embrace my body before in a two-piece before stretch marks I mean like now sometimes I'm just like fuck like I wish I had like I could remove even just the ones that are on top of my belly button because I have like a little bit like on top of my belly button but um it's something that like I wouldn't do just so I could be wearing like crop tops like because I still wear a crop top that doesn't stop me from wearing like what I want to wear but it's one of those things where I'm just like I never got to really enjoy my body before some like I would I've thought about it and I've like played with the idea of possibly like getting those removed yeah um but that's like like my own personal things and yeah I think if you obviously if you want to change something about yourself um not against I don't think anybody should be against that because it's like a people's personal choices yeah yeah so but I feel like it's different like you said to do it for other people than yourself Mm -hmm. yeah um because I mean obviously I still have insecurities after having a baby but it's not like before where like I all of my freaking focus was on that and now I'm like okay whatever like yeah what goes on yeah I have stretch marks not a big deal yeah and that's yeah that's like a it's so true like like you were saying about like social media showing like people's stretch marks and stuff for a long time no one ever posted about that stuff and since I was so young and I didn't know anyone my age I had kids and blah 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 I never saw anyone with stretch marks so then I would just see like these picture perfect things 
or not things but like humans and I'd be like mm-hmm. damn like I'll never have that but after having the two little ones sometimes I'm just like you know whatever like I don't like it but whatever it would just be one of those like okay put it this way for me personally I would never like go into debt to fix what I have it's just like if I had the extra money or if I had like the opportunity then I would take it but I would never like put that as my main priority if that makes sense yeah like it's not number one yeah like you're not gonna go broke to get yeah because like I said before yeah because like I said before like I started like working out after or before I had Olivia and like I like what I've done with my body I like what I can do and like I'm just proud as hell like I birthed three kids healthy kids and like who else I mean say that but I was like who else can say that (laughs) never (laughs) they can't honestly (laughs) but But yeah you have three kids and you're still at the gym all the time you know I haven't been to the gym in a long literally probably years actually I went when I was pregnant once and I felt like all these ladies looking at me like moms see and people have told me that it's like oh I hate going to the gym because I feel like everyone stares at me and I'm like you okay from my own experience I always used to feel like that I always used to feel like oh my God, I can't go out this time because everyone stares at me, but like no one stares at you. It's all in your head because you're just like nervous. You feel, at least for me, I felt like I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So if I did something wrong, everyone was going to notice, but like no one notices it. Because when I'm at the gym, I plug my little headphones in. I listen to podcasts or I listen to like Megan Thee Stallion because that's who (laughs) I freaking love. And I can't listen to her in the car with the kids. So I just listen. Yeah. (laughs) And um. So I just put that and I just like, either if I'm sad, um, cause I think I've mentioned this before, like I suffer from depression and anxiety. So like, if I'm having like a really sad day, I take it out in the gym and it helps me and I get home like a whole different person. Or if I'm having like a good day, then I'm like, yeah, like I feel even better in the gym, but it just all around that has really, really improved. I've even been able to get off of anxiety medication because I go to the yeah. gym that's good you Mm -hmm. went to the gym when you were pregnant too right yeah with Luca not so much because of COVID I went at the beginning and when they opened back up because I was going to a really really small gym so that's why I felt comfortable going um so I was going but at the end of the at the end of my pregnancy with Luca I wasn't able to and I hated it I felt like I could definitely tell the differences in my labors really yeah see that's why I started going because you know they say like you're supposed to walk I think two miles a day or something like that mm-hmm. when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I started going and I, well, I didn't start going. I went once, but then I felt like everybody was staring at me. They were like, literally they were looking at me like my belly. Oh my God. <laughs> and I told Juan and then he's like, well, if they don't know, if you don't notice them, they won't notice you. And I'm like, well, I'm going to notice them because I'm freaking <laughs> nervous. <laughs> okay. What or like, you're only not, he's like, you're only noticing them because you're looking or something. But like, I was so like, after that, I think I only went that time and like maybe one more time, but I, I just stopped. Um, but yeah, I started going because they say like, you're supposed to obviously walk and it helps like your labor and stuff. Yeah. At least for my personal experience. Okay. With the Lani, I didn't do shit. I was little, I was, or young. I was, I would like sit on my ass. Like I was just, the only exercise I got was when I was at work. Cause I used to be a cashier at this like store. So I used to like be on my feet, but, um, that I had to, she was 11 days late. I had to get induced and mm-hmm. I think she was my longest labor because I think I started, they started me on Pitocin like around 6 a.m. And she was born at 3.33. And so that was like my longest labor because then with Olivia, Olivia, if I could guarantee, no, I don't want any more kids, but like if I could be guaranteed all my pregnancies would be like her, I would probably be a surrogate because it's, it was so easy like okay so I had her or I started feeling labor I didn't know but I broke my my water broke the day before but I didn't know and like TMI if you're listening if kids are listening like you might want to like move (laughs) around this part but like (laughs) so when my water broke I thought you know when you're pregnant you get more like mucus down there yeah like different things down there so that's that's what I thought it was so I went I was getting ready for my cousin's baby shower 
and I was going to put like a load of laundry to dry. So I went to pick up the canasto and um, like I felt, it. I was like, oh, that's awkward. And I was already almost ready to go. So I was like, I'm just going to get in the bath and we're going to go because I felt like gross. So I took a bath. I left. It was so, so hot that day. So we went to the baby shower and it was outside. And then I came back home and I was like, oh my God, like what a freaking day. Um, I like leveled my feet up because I was, I was exhausted and I had not felt like that in like the, my whole pregnancy. Cause I was working out consistently with my whole entire pregnancy, going to the gym, lifting weights. Um, I ran a mile on the treadmill, um, I think two or three days before I had her, like I was oh super God. active. And, um, so that night I woke up like at four. Yeah. No, it was like three. It was like three. And I felt like, like really bad pains, but it, I, I didn't expect labor pains to feel like that. So I was just like, oh my God, like, what the hell is this? And Jose Luis was like, I don't know. Like, what do you want me to, are you, is, are you fearing labor? We can leave. And if not, then I don't know what to do. So then I was just like, I'm going to go sit on the toilet. Cause for some reason, sitting on the toilet helped. So I was sitting. That's on- true. That's why they do the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So I sat on the toilet and I was just like, okay, it went away. So I went upstairs and I went back to sleep and it woke me up again, like 30 minutes later. And I was just like, dude, what the hell? And I got up and Jose Luis was like, are you having contractions? I'm like, no, it's not contractions. It just hurts. And he didn't tell me, but he started timing it. And he was like, yeah, those are three minutes apart and we need to go. And I was like, no, they're yeah. not. They like, call the nurse. So I called my doctor and the nurse was just like, okay, like, stay on the phone with me and let me know whenever you have one. And I was like, okay, it's not labor though. <laughs> so then I know. I her and she was like, yep, you're in labor. She's like, get everything ready and like head down. And I was like, what? Like, this does not feel like it. I kid you not from the time that she told me to get ready. I was like, whatever. I went downstairs to start washing the dishes because I didn't think that it was going to happen. And then I knew my sweater was going to come and like get her, like be at her house. So I wanted to like everything to be clean. So I started cleaning up our room and like washing the dishes from the time that I got off the phone with the nurse until the time that Jose was like, okay, dude, like hurry up. We need to leave. From the time we were walking out of the house, my pains had gotten so bad that I was crouching down on the floor from like within 20 minutes, maybe, maybe 30 minutes, but I was just like, what the hell is happening? He's like, yeah, we're leaving now. Like, let's go. And I was going to plan to do my makeup too. That never happened. <laughs> and so we went and we dropped Yanni off at my sister's. And then we went to the hospital on the way to the hospital. I was getting so mad at him. I was like, why are you driving like that? Why Me too. That? The bumps, right? Like, like I can't speed. And I'm like, hurry up. What are you doing? <laughs> And then when we got to the hospital and see, this is the part that pisses me off. I got an epidural for her. Okay. If I would have waited 30 minutes, I would have not needed anything because she was born so fast. So we dropped the Lania flag around 435. We um, got to the hospital. By the time they checked me in, I, I didn't know my labor was going to be this quick. So then as soon as I walk in, I was just like, I'll try to wait a little bit. And the lady was like, okay, but you know, if you get too far, we're not going to be able to do it. And I was just like, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. And then she, in the middle of a contraction is when this was conversation was happening. So I was like, okay, fine. Give it to me. So then they gave it to me and then they did like a shift change with the nurses Mm -hmm. and the new nurse came in. I loved her. I don't know her name, but, um, she came in and she was like, okay, I'm going to have, um, like, I'm just going to check you. So she flipped me and she was like, oh, okay. Like, cause no, cause the, sorry, the nurse that checked me before she left, I was at four centimeters. When this new nurse came in, she was like, oh, you're at seven. And I was like, what? Like within 20 minutes. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Sometimes your body just knows what to, what to do and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh shit. So then I was like, relaxed. I had gotten the priority. Some all of a sudden I was just like, I feel pressure. She's like, no, you're only at a seven. And I was like, no, but like, I feel pressure. <laughs> and she's like okay I'm gonna check you one time I don't like to check too much but I'm gonna check you again so she went and she was like um okay um I'm gonna have you close your legs I'm gonna call your doctor she's not here but she's coming and like all this stuff I'm like what and she's like yep you're at a 10 I don't know how but you're at a 10 yeah and within within like 30 minutes as soon as my doctor walked in everyone like started putting my legs up and then I pushed in and she was out you're like I want another one <laughs> wow hell no right now like another one like after Luca no, no right after her you're like yep let's go yeah. well, see that's the thing that that's why we just have, we started trying after Olivia turned one because I was yeah. like it was so easy and yeah. he's so cute like why not but hell no 
dude mine oh, went by man. super fast your labor was fast yeah because mine um like for me my so on a saturday night i started feeling pains and like you said you i didn't know that those were contractions but like the whole rest of the day we, we went to celebrate my brother's birthday and it was mother's day so um i was having pains like at my grandma's house and my aunt's like i think you're gonna go today like i think you're gonna go and i was like no like it's just cramps like it just feels like i just feel weird right dude i got home by like 5 p.m on sunday and it's just started and i was like it's not it it's not it like i didn't want to believe it I was, i'm like those are not contractions and then yeah they kept getting like stronger and stronger but my hospital um the nurses told me to call and they don't let you go until your contractions are, are like certain i don't know if that's like that everywhere yeah. until your contractions are like five minutes apart or less for more than an hour so then i kept calling her and they kept checking in on me and like i stayed home until midnight so we got to the hospital at midnight and then he was born at 5 a.m so i was there for five hours and i, I was like literally the next day i remember texting everyone i was like dude it was so much easier than i thought it was gonna be but i know that not everybody's experience is like that but for me it was like that and i was like this was like not as bad as i thought it was gonna be even though i was crying like a lot but <laughs> but it still wasn't as bad as like you hear i heard other stories yeah. like it kind of scared myself but yeah mine went super fast too and now i'm like you i'm like let's have another one <laughs> and you keep telling me no well, okay because for me <laughs> It's just, it's just hard and then on top of it Jose's schedule doesn't help because he doesn't have like a regular nine to five he starts work at three in the morning yeah he has to go to sleep at um six the latest and so imagine like I felt alone as hell yeah. I felt so I felt like I was by myself all the time because he would get home and then he would eat, he would like sit around for like an hour and then he would have to go to sleep. And I was like, dude, I just woke up like four hours ago. What do you mean? And You're like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard. Like the first two months, I remember I would just cry a lot. And then especially if Luca had like a rough night where he wouldn't sleep. I remember one time because he would he wakes up to go to work at two. I was still up with Luca and I was in the rocking chair and I'm rocking him. He's crying. I'm crying. And Jose's like, I'm so sorry. I have to go to work. And I'm like, just go. Like it's yeah, it's hard. Like it's hard. But that's like the only reason. But if you have like Juan has a normal work schedule. So yeah. I feel like it'd be different. But for me personally, I feel like I did it all by myself. And it it's funny because my sister would say, like, how do you look forward to weekends if you're a stay-at-home mom? And I was like, I look forward to weekends even more now because I have that extra help yeah. on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And I can't even imagine, like, how, like, he has a different schedule because it's hard when you have the same schedule. <laughs> imagine when it's different. I never, I don't know why I didn't think about it before. Imagine, and I always tell him, I'm like, imagine if COVID hadn't ha hadn't happened, I would have to be the one to get up and get all three of them ready, take them to the babysitters and then Delani to school, go to work, get out of work. Like he would be able to pick them up after, but every morning I would be the one alone to get everyone ready. And then at night I get everyone ready to bed by myself well now he starts an hour later so he at least before he goes to sleep he'll shower olivia and like he'll pick up and like he knows now but mm -hmm. the first at first i was just like no something has to change because i can't i can't keep doing this yeah that's me um like dropping him off before work is yeah. a hassle and i can't even imagine if you had to do that with three yeah it takes like a whole extra hour <laughs> yeah it takes so long like the other day i um had an appointment for my and i told you i'm getting eye surgery yeah and it was just one day and i had to drop them off at my suegra's house and it was so hard and then on top of it my alarm didn't go off so luckily i woke up a half hour before i had to leave and i had set my alarm for an hour and a half before i had to leave and I still managed to get to the appointment. I was a minute late, but I was still like, you better freaking take me because I took yeah. long as hell to get here. But then I have to take trips because they're, you know, like um, in the south side from like the sidewalk, like the the car door is covered by the snow. Yeah. So I had to take two trips. I had to take Olivia in first and then take Luca's car seat out through Olivia's door because his side of the door wouldn't open because of the snow. Girl, <laughs> I'm stressed about it. <laughs> 
that's crazy <laughs> i think you snapchatted me that day you're like uh <laughs> yeah i know but i was like so happy after the, the appointment but still i was just like i can't. oh it's so hard. it was worth it it was yeah that day <laughs> that day i just can't imagine doing it and getting to work on time every day every day yeah i'm always late to work <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot and then like the first couple of times i know like the first time i dropped him off i was stalling at my grandma's house like i do not want to go to work on that first day yeah. and then she's like go like you're gonna be late i was like i don't want to here <laughs> <laughs> but now like i'm more in, in a routine but it's still like it's hard yeah. so i can't even imagine if you had to take all three yeah and you had to make at least two steps right because the landing would have to be at school yeah. and then yeah well, that's, that's a lot or i would have to take two steps at the babysitter and then at at her school luckily her school is on the way to my job from where I would leave the kids but still it's oh my god and then Danani would get mad at me because sometimes she would be late this is before and we only had Olivia but so I had to drop her off first and then the kids so she wouldn't be late but then I would always be late yeah and then it's funny because like, mom attendance at my job so <laughs> You gotta mark yourself late. <laughs> Every day I was late today. Sorry. Oh my god. So talking about how like viewer parents from like now that we become parents, dude. One of the things, and this might have to be like a whole different topic on its own because I don't. I think we might be running out of time. But um, so me because I. Like I said, I, I have I've struggled with depression and anxiety. I see my mom in a whole different light because my mom also struggled from depression. And I remember as a kid, I would get so mad because, or not mad, I would get so annoyed when I knew my mom was coming home. And I just had this conversation with her the other day because I was like, mom, like, um, it's no offense to you, but I would get so like mad or like not looking forward to when you would get home because you would get home and you would be mad. You'd be irritated. All you would do is like yell at us right away. And she was like, you know what? She's like, and that's crazy because like hearing your point of view, because she would like have been crying her on her drive back from work, working all day. And in her point of view, it was like, we were all in middle school. So we, we were old enough to know. So we were, me and the twins were in middle school unless he was in an elementary school and we had to be home alone for like two hours before she got home. So um, instead of like helping her and she worked full time, we she would get home and we would be like, we would have eaten all the snacks already. We would have like made a mess and like all this stuff. And then she would come home and she would be in the kitchen all day because we always had home cooked meals and she was like how do you think like I felt coming home after a stressful ass day at work and my kids aren't listening they ate all the snacks now they're not hungry now they don't want to eat and now I have to cook and and then like it, like my dad would just come home and sit on the couch <laughs> <laughs> like you know like I understand why she, she's like what do you think <laughs> And like he, my dad mops, my dad washes the dishes, but like, I'm sure he'd be tired as hell too. So he would just, get, yeah. but like my mom didn't have that luxury. And so now when I get home and I'm crabby or if I've had a really bad day, I always think back to that conversation that we had. I'm like, dude, my kids, I don't want my kids to like, not look forward to me coming home because yeah, to take it out on them. Like, it's crazy. You don't ever think about like your parents having their own life outside of being a mom. I know until you become a mom and it's like there's more to this there's more to life than changing diapers and yeah feeding a toddler sometimes I'm like I wonder like okay because now like we, we mentioned it earlier like we try to take time for ourselves right like yeah go to Target go do this go do that and like my mom never did that oh my gosh my mom didn't either so I'm like what yeah. how did you do that but yeah I feel like once you become a mom you're so much more aware of like sacrifices that your parents made yeah. sacrifices for sure because yeah. they I mean my I grew up I I grew up in Muskego so it was like so different and I remember a lot of times like the people that I went to school with they only had like one brother or like one other sibling you know maybe sometimes two or if they had more it was because the parents were separated and they had like their other kids 
but we were the biggest family. Every time we would tell people we have five brothers and sisters, they'd be like, oh, by the same parents. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And like, I remember just hating my life, I guess, because they got different. It was so different. And, but then I never, I never, ever, ever took the time to realize like what my parents sacrificed to even take us out of Milwaukee to take us out of and live in a more safe neighborhood, I guess you can say. And because I was too busy comparing myself and things that I had to what everyone else at school had. I'm yeah. like, but, but then you think about it, and I'm like, it, it all goes hand in hand with like, they're most likely white. So they got paid more than my parents did. Um, they probably both worked or if not then the dad probably got like you know like the mom could have been a stay-at-home mom and like focused on them and they only had two siblings or two kids so there was nothing near as bad as as ours and it's I would have never thought about those things until I became a mom because sometimes yeah. I feel like obviously every kid goes through it but like Delani would I feel like she'll be ungrateful ungrateful for something and I'm like dude you not realize like I saved up a lot to be able to get you that and you don't even take care of it yeah like things like that and I don't know I've, I've thought about that a lot because it was hard it's crazy like you see the whole you see you see everything in a whole perspective a whole different perspective once you have kids yeah you really do and you're like I'm sorry mom <laughs> like, I'm being a little ass what I, told her. I had to tell her because I felt like sometimes that we would open like Christmas gifts and I'd be like I don't want that. That's not what I asked for. Oh my God. It was like so ungrateful. But like, you, yeah, you take it for granted. Yeah. And then like another thing, like when I started working, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to admit to this, but it's it's the truth. My dad would spoil us because my dad grew up very, very poor. So when he, he's always been the type, like if you ask him for money, he'll give it to you because he doesn't like saying no. And we always knew that we would get everything for my like for my dad my dad would just do everything but then it fucked us up because we would be like a more ungrateful instead of the appreciation <laughs> so I remember when I first started working he would take me because I didn't I wasn't allowed to like get my license so he would drive me to work and pick me up every day and then on top of it he would give me five dollars every single shift to buy lunch or like to buy food to eat during my break and I'm like <laughs> why didn't I think like okay I'm working budget that shit into your yeah don't take from your dad that's already going out of his way to take you to work and pick you up every day I know that's crazy and I remember when I was in high school and I now I see my little brother doing it I would go to like my mom or my stepdad and I'd be like can I have 20 dollars <laughs> to yeah. go with my friends <laughs> and now I'm like dude I was so annoying like imagine yeah and they would they would never say no but it's like crazy now I see my little brother doing it and I'm like you need to stop <laughs> now you're like the mom like, don't like, do it I'm like what do you need 20 dollars for where are you going <laughs> what time are we gonna be back <laughs> I know it's crazy yeah okay so before we finish it off what's one piece of advice that you have for any new moms or any new parents in general could be anything I have something that I just told the other day but I want to hear your told someone the other day but I want to hear yours first um oh my god what if it's the same thing I'm just kidding so my what I would say to anyone who's a new mom especially to people who aren't going to be new parents is to trust your gut because everyone and their mamas are going to be giving you advice on what you should and shouldn't do Mm -hmm. and sometimes I feel like people don't notice it but it comes off as rude like the way people tell you not to do things with your baby I would just say trust your gut like people are going to tell you what's an example oh like one thing is like don't give your baby baby food like make make sure that you make the baby food with fresh vegetables and like little things like that like people will point that stuff out or like breastfeeding is better than formula or um like I don't know just like all all these little things that like are low-key mom shaming like just trust your gut like do whatever you think as long as your baby is safe and you're doing what you want and you and your partner are agreeing on it I would just say trust your gut yeah that's a good and one. don't take advice unless you ask for it and don't take advice from people that don't have kids exactly <laughs> they don't get it they don't know yeah I would say trust your gut because you'll get somebody's gonna tell you 
your baby can't eat this. And somebody else is going to tell you, yeah, they can eat that. Like, it's completely fine. Just trust your gut. Ask your doctor. Whatever you think is safe, just do it. Yep, that's a really good one. Don't stop yourself from doing something just because somebody in your family told you not to do it or a friend or whatever. Do whatever you think is right for your own kid because they're yours. Yeah, and then you always know your own baby. Like, you know, sometimes you hear stories about like parents taking the kid to the doctor's like something's off. I don't know what it is, but something's off. And the doctor's like, oh no, everything's fine. But you're like, no, something's wrong. And then at the end, it turns out that something was wrong mom instinct is real and you got to listen to that because you're if your doctor sucks change their doctor (laughs) you know your kid better than anyone else yes if something's wrong with your baby don't let anybody tell you then you know yeah because that's true some doctors just blow it off they're like oh just give him some Tylenol um no something is wrong with him and I'm bringing him here for a reason (laughs) not gonna pay this so you better (laughs) fix it no for real that's another thing too if you don't feel comfortable or like you feel like something off with their doctor that's super important so just nothing wrong with switching them yeah but yes trust your gut that's my advice okay so mine would be something that I just told uh, a friend of mine a while ago and I feel like I, I really like resonate with it because I was crying when I was giving her this advice. So I feel like, oh my God, that's the best advice. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I felt it. And even sometimes I look back on it, I'm like, damn, like I should have taken my own advice. So I said, um, take help when offered. Don't forget to eat and it's okay to cry. And then, like the last sentence I said to her, I was like, I promise you, there's no right or wrong way to be a mom. You're doing your best and that's all that matters. Because, and the reason that I said like those three things, take help when offered, because sometimes, if especially if it's like the person that you don't like is offering or someone that you're just like you want to prove to them that you can do it sometimes it's okay to put that pride aside I mean if you trust the person I mean then mm-hmm. just be like you know what yes watch them for a little bit just so I can shower and and peace and take my time in the shower and um because it, we do need like our alone time and it helps so much to get any even if someone like makes you some food or um, any like any help is helpful during those first couple months of having a newborn and um, don't forget to eat because I personally forget to eat all the time and I know people all the time give me shit about it like how do you forget to eat like you just you feel hunger and you eat and I'm like no but like when I get depressed I don't eat like I don't eat at all and I could be literally I could literally survive all day off of like a coffee and a granola bar and I won't remember that I didn't eat and it's so bad, especially if you're breastfeeding, that's, that's so bad for you. And that's so bad for the baby. And so I, I had to learn to take my own advice on that when I was pregnant with Olivia, with Olivia, I could not, I'll, I'll show you pictures after this of um, when I was going to the gym after having Olivia, I was like, I never weighed myself, but I would not doubt if I was maybe like a hundred pounds. It was yeah. bad. Especially when you're when you have a newborn, you're wor- you're more worried about them yeah. being good that you don't even think about yourself. Yeah, that too. And then like another thing, especially with Luca, because I had Olivia and then I had him to take care of at the same time. On top of like being on top of the Lani to be in school on her in her room. But um, another thing was that as soon as I would sit down to eat, one of them would start crying or one of them would start whining. So I would get up, and then by the time I sat down, I'm like, oh, I'm not hungry anymore. I'll just save it for later. And then like yeah. I never would eat it. And then, um, and it's okay to cry because sometimes (laughs) I would hold that shit in for like days and then like, it could be the tiniest little thing. And I would, I could just blow up on like the wrong person or even Jose Luis has taken it like sometimes. Cause I'm just like, you don't get it. Remember like three weeks ago when you did this and he's like, why didn't you just talk to me? Then I'm like, I should have just told you then. Cause if I would just cry a little bit once it won't turn into like this big thing later on. Yeah. You know, and you're going to cry and there's nothing wrong with that, especially um, we're going to cover this on our next um, episode, but you will have baby blues for at least two weeks and it's a hundred percent. Okay. To cry. Even if it's for no reason. I didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) when I gave birth, I didn't know that. I mean, they do like mention it or whatever at the hospital, but it's okay to cry. It'll take a while for everything to get back to normal with your hormones and everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it feels good after you're done crying. It's like, wow, like I feel more refreshed, I guess. And like sometimes I would like cry 
and Juan would be like why are you crying and I'm like I don't know and I would just cry more <laughs> yeah it's like I don't know and now I'm crying because I don't know why I'm crying <laughs> yes and for me I would cry a lot because I was by myself because mm-hmm. of COVID and like he was born in May so it was like a couple months after everything started so everybody was being like super extra cautious like more than they are now and like nobody was coming over no like I remember like the first um like couple times that like well actually the first time that a lot of our family saw him it was through the freaking window like who wants to do that you know yeah but then like and I remember the first time that like my parents actually came inside the house which was the second time they came to see him I, they left and I was crying I was like because oh it's sad. it's so crazy the next time you're gonna see them that like inside of the house is gonna be yeah and um they were only there for a little bit obviously because like of COVID but like nobody saw him at the hospital like it was just us nobody yeah. was at the hospital yeah we'll cover all of this in the next episode because there's yeah. a lot to talk about about postpartum yeah there sure is. yeah I'm like about to cry over here <laughs> let's just end it (laughs) okay guys well thank you so much for listening um so yeah like we mentioned next time we'll be talking about postpartum and all the things that come with that thank you guys for listening and um we'll see you guys next time bye bye